Westchester Talk Radio is broadcasting live. News, trends, and more. No one knows Westchester County better than we do. We are Westchester Talk Radio. Good day. Welcome to Westchester Talk Radio. WestchesterTalkRadio.com. I'm John Marino. We are made possible by Robeson Oil, the house that service built. Also by Lipolis Electric. Don't be left in the dark. Get Lipolis. By Hightower Westchester, managing your wealth through a fiduciary standard by White Plains Hospital. Michael Labriola, landscape design and construction of Armont, and by Tompkins Maritime Bank. We are produced by Shark Creative. This is on the beat in Westchester. We are joined by Steve Greenberg, pollster, Siena College, Siena Polling Institute, right outside Albany. Steve Greenberg, welcome back. It's been a busy time for you, a quite historic time around New York State. We begin with our new governor, Kathy Hochul. What are the early returns on the job she is doing or at least intends to do? Sure. Well, let's remember, uh, at this point, she has been in office for tomorrow will be four weeks. When we were talking to voters a week or so ago, it was two to three weeks she had been in office. And what we found then was 42% of New Yorkers say they have a favorable view of Kathy Hochul. 17% have an unfavorable view. But 41%, two out of every five voters, still doesn't either know enough about her to have opinion or has never heard of her. And John, not particularly surprising. Why? Because, I mean, we talk about candidates, new governors, presidents, mayors having a honeymoon with voters when they first take office. But that honeymoon comes after an election when they won the election for that office. And then there's a transition period of, you know, six weeks, eight weeks until they take office. Here we have a case where two weeks before she became governor, Governor Cuomo announced that he was resigning. Um, So a lot of voters didn't know her. If you go back to April, the last time Sienna had asked about Kathy Hochul, uh, her favorability rating was 18 favorable, 13 unfavorable, with more than two thirds of voters never having heard of her or didn't know enough about her to have an opinion. My guess is by another month when we go in the field in October, that that don't know number will be under 30. And by the end of the year, I'd be surprised if it wasn't in the low teens or lower. Um, But the other thing is voters do have, they're sort of hopeful um, and they're optimistic that Hochul will be successful on on key issues that matter. So we said to voters, um, do you think uh, Hochul will or will not succeed in addressing these issues, ensuring a safe transition back to in-person schools? 69% of New Yorkers said they thought she'd be successful. Leading New York through natural disasters, 65%. Um, Controlling the spread of COVID, including the Delta variant, 61% uh, thought she'd be successful. So we look at that and say voters are willing to give her a chance. Even Republican voters uh, on many of those questions, a majority or plurality, uh, say they think she'll be successful. So New Yorkers have a lot to learn about their new governor, but she's got a bully pulpit. And I, and I think uh, New Yorkers will learn about her very quickly. Steve, what do you think is the reason why Kathy Hochul seems to have this blank check amongst New Yorkers right now? Is it simply the anti-Andrew Cuomo syndrome? No, I think it's that New Yorkers really don't know her. Look, we tend to know our presidents, our governors, our senators, our mayors, 
But look at some of the other statewide elected officials. Uh, our attorney general, Letitia James, has won statewide, has won citywide in New York City a couple of times. Right now, her favorability rating, 38 favorable, 18 unfavorable, 45% don't know enough to have her about her to have an opinion or never heard of her. Very similar to what Hochul's numbers are. Look at Tom DiNapoli, the state controller for more than a decade now. He's won three statewide elections, including being the largest vote getter in at least two of those elections. Right now, he's at 22 favorable, 14 unfavorable, with nearly two thirds, 64% who've never heard of him or don't know enough about him to have an opinion. So voters don't really know who their lieutenant governor is. We actually included the new lieutenant governor, Brian Benjamin, in this poll. He's got a 15 favorable, nine unfavorable, with three quarters never heard, hear, having heard of him or don't know enough about him to have an opinion. And he just ran for city controller in New York City. Uh, this past spring. So right. people don't know their their elected officials the way I would like them to, the way I, you know, I pay attention because I'm a, I'm a crazy person. I watch this stuff 24-7, but most normal New Yorkers don't. And unfortunately, they don't know who all their elected officials are. Look at Kirsten Gillibrand. She's been the senator now for well over you know, a decade, 12 years, been elected three times on her own right, one third of voters, 32%. Either never heard of her or don't know enough about her to have an opinion. Now, that's a stunning statistic, no doubt. So it just goes to show, I do think uh, governors are in a different position. She's in the news, on the news every day, uh, making an announcement, signing a bill, dealing with a, a natural disaster, dealing with COVID. Um, she's not lazy, that's for sure. You see her schedule. She's been crisscrossing the state for the last month since she's been governor. And uh, and I think it's having an impact. I think, when, as I said, when we, when we go back in the field next month and the following month, I think you're going to see more and more people familiar with her. Does that mean they're going to like her? That remains to be seen. I've been told by more than one public official what you see she's doing schedule-wise right now is what she did as lieutenant governor. Maybe she'd start in Albany. Maybe she has an event up in Buffalo where she's from. Then maybe something out in the Hamptons and she'll go out there, fly out there. Then maybe work her way through the city, up through the Hudson Valley, get back maybe eight o'clock at night. Something comes up in Rochester. She goes there and back in Albany after midnight. But under Andrew Cuomo, we never heard about that, even though she was doing that. And speaking of Andrew Cuomo, he's gone, but not forgotten, I guess. Well, certainly not forgotten. Look, right now, Andrew Cuomo has the worst favorability rating he has ever had in the history of the Siena poll. And, and our polling goes back to prior to him being attorney general to 2005. Right now, 34% of voters say they have a favorable view of Andrew Cuomo. A majority, 55%, say they view him unfavorably. Even among Democrats, it's not a particularly strong number. 47% of Democrats view Cuomo favorably, 39% of Democrats view Cuomo unfavorably. And we said to voters, do you think he should have resigned or do you think he should have remained in office? More than two thirds of New Yorkers, 67% said by resigning, he did the right thing. 26% of voters wish he would have stayed in office. But when we look at just Democrats, by a 20 point margin, 55 to 35%, Democrats said he should have resigned. Joe Biden has fared a bit better around the New York state, despite the fact 
that this country has gotten itself involved in. The Afghanistan quagmire and more going on, much more has been going on too. And yet the president seems to still have his head above water. Yeah, I mean, his favorability rating right now is still reasonably strong. 57% of New Yorkers view Joe Biden favorably, 35% view him unfavorably. Not surprisingly, 81% of Democrats view Biden favorably, 72% of Republicans view him unfavorably. Uh, Independents have moved underwater right now. Independents are 41 favorable, 51 unfavorable. Last time we asked back at the end of June, uh, it was flipped. Uh, Independents had a favorable view of Biden, 51 to 40, which is why overall his numbers are down from June when he was at 63, 34 favorable. And in terms of his job performance, how's he doing as president? Excellent, good, fair or poor? Um, right now, he moves a little bit underwater. 46% of New Yorkers give him a positive job performance rating compared to 52% who say he's doing only a fair or poor job. Back in June, it was on the positive side, 52-46. So definitely some erosion over the summer into the early part of uh, September uh, for the president. We'll see if that's a trend or uh, if his numbers rebound as we move later into the year. I think a lot of that is going to depend on what happens in D.C. with the whole issue of the infrastructure and the reconciliation bills and whether those come together to give Biden a victory or not. Here on Westchester Talk Radio, produced by Shark Creative, on the beat in Westchester, we are joined by Steve Greenberg, pollster, Siena Polling Institute, Siena College, just outside Albany. I'm John Marino. And as we move along, Steve, through now the final quarter, the final portion of 2021, we're still talking COVID, sorry to say. No question. Look, and we asked uh, voters... Do you think the worst is over or is the worst still in front of us, still to come? Uh, New Yorkers are divided. 40% say the worst is over. 44% say the worst is still to come. 44% think the worst is still to come. They outrank those who think that we've weathered our way through the worst so far. Absolutely. But really what's amazing is the turnaround. Back in late June, last time we asked that question, 69% of New Yorkers thought the worst was over. Only 19% thought the worst was still to come. You'll remember we were, the vaccinations were picking up. People were feeling good about where we were going. And then the Delta variant hit with with a crescendo. uh, And that's really changed the landscape in New York and nationally. And it's changed how people thought about it. How about vaccines? Are more and more New Yorkers coming around to the fact that it's something that they might have to do and we might be federally mandated on this? Well, certainly New Yorkers, the vast majority of New Yorkers support a variety of uh, of vaccine and mask mandates. So walk through it. Should employers uh, require their employees to be vaccinated? 65 to 31 percent New Yorkers say yes. Um, Should schools require vaccines for all teachers and staff? Even bigger, 69 to 25% New Yorkers say yes. How does it affect you? Should businesses require customers, businesses such as gyms, restaurants, et cetera, should they require customers to show proof of vaccination? Two to one, 66 to 32% New Yorkers say yes. And when it comes to masks, even stronger support from New Yorkers. 
Should government require masks for, in, in indoor spaces? Yes, 74%, no, 21%. And should school districts require masks on all students, faculty, and staff while in school? 78 to 18%, so more than three quarters of voters. Among Republicans, 57 to 40% support masking in, in schools. So while we see these mask fights, these vaccination fights around the country, less so in New York, maybe it's because New Yorkers overwhelmingly support these kind of mandates. Steve Greenberg, Siena Polling Institute, Siena College, outside Albany. Steve Greenberg, the future of this state, the future of this country. What do most New Yorkers think? Well, we ask voters that right now, do you think New York State is on the right track or is it headed in the wrong direction? Uh, by a small margin, but 48 to 37 percent, New Yorkers think uh, the state is on the right track. Huge partisan breakdown there. 63% of Democrats think the state is on the right track. 60% of Republicans think the state is on the wrong track. And when we look at the federal government, uh, the country as a whole, only 40% of New Yorkers think the country's on the right track. Uh, a, a plurality, near majority, 48% of New Yorkers think the country's on the, uh, headed in the wrong direction. And again, big partisan split, but Democrats are not quite as optimistic about the country as they are in New York. They think the country's on the right, 53% uh, of Democrats think the country's on the right track, but nearly three quarters, 72% of Republicans think the country is headed in the wrong direction. Anybody ever call you a numbers guy? <laughs> it's happened once or twice before. I could imagine. They used to call me stats in softball years ago because I could keep everybody's statistics throughout the course of the game without writing them down. Yeah, but John, we should be honest. I have a cheat sheet that gives me all the numbers. You still know what's there anyway. You don't need that cheat. We know that. Steve Greenberg, Siena Polling Institute here. Pollster from Siena Polling Institute, Siena College, just outside Albany here on Westchester Talk Radio, produced by Shark Creative on the beat in Westchester. I'm John Marino, and we are made possible by Robeson Oil, the house that service built by LaPolis Electric. Don't be left in the dark. Get LaPolis. Hightower, Westchester, managing your wealth through a fiduciary standard. White Plains Hospital, Michael Abriola, Landscape Design and Construction of Armonk, and by Tompkins Medifact Bank. Steve, we'll talk soon. Stay safe. Absolutely. You too, John. Be well. Thank you. Steve Greenberg here on Westchester Talk Radio. Catch all of our Westchester, Rockland, Putnam and Duchess, Orange, and Fairfield County Talk Radio programming on our YouTube channel, Shark Creative YouTube, and download our app. We have one now. Take it with you anywhere and everywhere you go. It's called Westchester Talk. You're listening to Westchester Talk Radio. Powered by Shark Media, a division of Shark Creative. And made possible by Entergy, Indian Point Energy Center. Visit safesecurevinyl.com.